Welcome to Veracity. I am your host, Dr. Ben. Welcome to our first episode of podcast and this channel. Welcome, everyone. As you notice, today we actually will talk about um, coronavirus and a few things that you might want to know. In the recent uh, months, I would say, uh, we actually we're gonna talk about three new strand that actually has been popped up. Um, think of them like they are in the batter box. Uh, they're ready to come up back. Uh, the next one that come up back to back. Right now we are dealing with uh, Delta Delta variant, which is over ninety nine point nine percent of the cases that we have. So it's the majority of the strand. So. Uh, but these are these are the guys that we might want to keep a close eye on because uh, they could have a significant impact to our community, to our hospital, and to our uh, people as well. Everyone. So, uh, without further further ado, let's talk about uh, these three strands. Okay, the first one I want to show you here. Okay, uh, the first one is the lambda variant lambda variant okay lambda variant um, originally uh, lambda variant actually started in south america and one of the countries that uh, affected the most with lambda variant is peru peru is actually uh, a country that actually um, majority of their people actually vaccinated um, vaccinated uh, they have a high, really high vaccination rate How, however their vaccination is Sinovac which is coming from China is it's not an mRNA in fact it's a DNA type of vaccine the kind of DNA that we used to I mean the kind of uh, vaccine that we used to do in the past where we used dead viruses uh, attenuate virus uh, actually this one would be dead viruses and put those dead viruses into the body and then let your body produce the immune system based on the dead viruses and as it turned out uh, that is not quite effective uh, that is not quite effective there's been um, there have been a wave huge wave of people getting infected with the lambda variant and also with the high mortality rate as well uh, despite the fact that they most majority of people in the country um, already been vaccinated okay so that's something to to keep in mind um, and we do see the lambda variant starting to see it uh, around the world as well um, spreading throughout the world including here including uh, the u.s they're actually right now as you can see here uh, the lambda variant has been isolated in uh, 26 countries Okay, 26 country and some of this country you could see right here there's uh, a lot of countries down in South America was affected by this from Peru Chile uh, Argentina Ecuador so all those are like northern part of the southern uh, South America okay you have uh, you have that wide widely spread there uh, this variant was first detected in Peru in December 2020 Okay, December of 2020 so uh, within I believe within three months uh, in March they start to see the significant cases went up uh, Lily went up uh, down in down in Peru 
and by June, uh, a few months later, uh, pretty much the Lambda variant was the dominant variant in Peru. And there's also significant uh, number of mortality associated to that as well. Okay, so a uh, high number of mortality rate that actually went up. Um, and some of these graphics uh, could show you different countries and uh, how they were infected as well uh, with the with the lambda variants uh, going from Peru uh, from this decent a month uh, from the late December um, uh, starting in late, late de uh, December of 2020 and then all the way through um, March um, March and June of of 2021. Okay, uh, same thing with Chile, Chile uh, starting in January 2021, and you could see the wave went up. Uh, Argentina as well, uh, start toward the end of the year and uh, beginning of the year here uh, in January 2021, 2020, and then the rate also kind of spike up around March and um, March and April of this year. Okay. So that's another variant of concern because uh, we have uh, quite a number of people who um, does have seem to have a mortality rate against even they are being vaccinated. Um, but it's, it's harder to tell because since uh, they're not vac vaccinated the same same vaccine as we do here in the U.S., uh, but um, they're you know, they doesn't seem to actually have, they don't seem to have uh, immunity to uh, against this kind of, uh, this variant at all. So that's, that's the first one I want to kind of bring to the attention uh, to all of us. The other one that uh, definitely needs to keep an eye on, uh, this one doesn't even have a name yet. Uh, they have not named them yet. Uh, this is a um, the lineage of C.1.2, okay, C.1.2, uh, another variant that needs to be uh, keep a close eye on. Uh, C.1, uh, just a little background, C.1 is the African variant, okay, the African variant. Uh, this is the mutation portion of the African variant, okay, mutation from the African variant. This is, this one first detected. Uh, in May of 2021, so just a few months ago, okay, three months ago, three, four months ago, uh, was first detected in South of Africa, okay, and now at this point, at this point, we've seen the C.1.2s uh, spread in seven other countries, okay, spent seven other countries, and that's spanning from Africa, Europe, Asia, and other Oceania uh, type of countries as well. Um, one interesting thing about this, because in, in the data that we have so far in, in Africa, um, during May of 2021, uh, in that month, in Africa, there's only 0.2% of people uh, who test positive and have the, uh, this C.1.2 variant. But from May to July, so just two months uh, from May to July, that number went from 0 0.2 to 2%. Okay, 0 0.2 to 2%. So that number jumps up 10 times uh, than the amount um, that they started in May. Okay, so that shows that, uh, that this 
virus has a capability of reproducing and transmitting um, quite uh, quite well. Okay, and as it's, you can see here, uh, associated with increased transmittability and reduced neutralization sensitivities. So meaning that uh, this um, could reduce, um, it's harder for them to slow down pretty much. Uh, so they could transmit it very, very easily. But again, uh, we don't have enough data to, to show what kind of impact would this virus has uh, in terms of mortality rate or how it actually affects uh, people. Uh, we do see the number goes up really quickly and that's kind of um, the scientific community kind of become concerned, the medical community become concerned because of how high and how quick that that not that number went up in just a few months okay so we are keeping a close eye on this uh, as well uh, with uh, with the c.1.2 okay c.1.2 and i believe i read somewhere else as well that uh, we also have uh, detected c.1.2 here in the u.s as well Okay, the case still very low, the case still all, uh, very minimum comparing to the Delta variant, but this is something uh, for us to keep in mind regarding uh, this strand of the virus. Okay, and the last one, uh, so we talked about two so far, we talked about the Lambda variant, which already here, um, and also the, uh, the C.1.2 that's uh, a mutation from the African variant and also starting to come here as well since we are not closing down our country um, so people could could also contract that as well uh, the last one that i want to talk about is the mu okay mu variant this one uh, is mu variant so mu variant is b.1.621 okay b.1.621 so this one is uh, right now, right now at this moment, is a variant of interest. Variant of interest. Uh, World Health Organization do uh, have two categories: uh, variant of concerns and variant of interest. And this one is just a variant of interest. Uh, Delta is a variant of concern, so uh, that's usually reserved for the higher mortality rate or. Um, transmittability of the of the virus and how wider spread uh, the virus could affect uh, people so okay so this one is um, we we do see we do see it here at this point okay we do see it here we have about a little bit more than 2,000 new cases here in the US a little bit more than 2,000 and pretty much uh, around the four states uh, majority of them are in these four states california florida texas and new york those seem to be the biggest states here in the u.s and especially the labor day uh, when we just had a labor day weekend people are traveling people you know just uh, end up the summer uh, summer months uh, people are traveling everywhere I guarantee that you will see more of the mu variants spreading uh, across the U.S. as well. Okay, um, 
And this is what Dr. Falsi said, uh, Dr. Anthony Falsi. Uh, he said this on September 2nd about the Mu variant. This variant has a constellation of mutations that suggest that it would evade certain antibodies, not only monoclonal antibodies, but vaccine and convalescent serum-induced antibodies. But there isn't a lot of clinical data to suggest that. It is mostly laboratory in vitro data. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back the truck up, Dr. Falsi. What did you just say? Yes. Uh, so if you if you listen to him carefully, what he said was that uh, this variant has a constellation or um, receptors that could technically invade um, evaded uh, the antibodies, including the monoclonal antibodies uh, and the, the antibody that produced by the vaccine. Okay, let's think about that for a second. Okay, what, what he just said. Um, what he's suggesting that uh, this is, and he said at the end that this is not actually seen in the, it's not proven by the clinical study or clinical uh, research just yet. And the, uh, the research that has been done with this mu variant, mu mu, um, is actually from the in vitro. So basically, putting things uh, those viruses in petri dish and then um, and see how they respond to these antibodies. Okay, but according to the petri dish study or in vitro study, um, it shows that these viruses, this one, this particular variant, can invade, evade. Sorry not invade, but evade um, the antibodies, okay, can evade antibodies. So that's mean they can survive uh, with those antibodies. So regardless whether you actually being vaccinated or not, uh, you can be, can be in theory, in vitro, uh, in theory, can be um, affected by this, uh, this variant, by this mu variant. Okay, so uh, so that's what he said. Okay, that's what he said that uh, this mu variant uh, is a variant of interest, um, but we don't have enough data yet to prove that this variant gonna be how severe it's gonna affect people. I mean, yes, you could test positive, but you could may have just mild symptom, or you may not have even any mortality rate at all. They just kind of co you know coexist uh, in your body per se. Uh, but in vitro, uh, in vitro, uh, we uh, we saw that that this variant, mu variant, can evade uh, can evade against uh, those vaccines or those even monoclonal antibodies, which is uh, the, one of the therapies that we use uh, for people who are uh, you know mild condition, mild to moderate condition. Uh, not severe condition, but just mild, just mild, mostly mild to moderate uh, condition. So this is something that we really need to keep an eye on because uh, this mu variant, uh, if it's uh, start or not if, but when it starts spreading more and more people. Right now we have about 2,000 people um, that uh, 2,000 people uh, been identified in the U.S. that have the mu variant cases, and you know when they start to spread around more and more, 
uh, then we might see more uh, more mortality rate or whatnot. Again, uh, even with people who are vaccinated or and we may have less uh, as a doctor, uh, we may have uh, less treatment because it's evaded the monoclonal uh, antibody therapies. Uh, so in that case uh, this definitely is the one that we really have to keep a close eye on because uh, they can be very very infectious uh, and easily transmittable uh, to people everyone uh, people who are uh, vaccinated or non-vaccinated so uh, and if they start to become more resistant to to the vaccine that we have you know that's begs the question you know What's next? Uh, we have to come up with another vaccine uh, for these mutations and, and continue on every year to actually have these updated uh, vaccine for these uh, for each of these mutation of the viruses. Okay, um, and in this for this mu also they they saying that it is likely to be more transmittable. Uh, than the original strain of the coronavirus, but we uh, still this is again this all of these are early uh, speculation. We don't have any research backing up on these, and we still don't know. We don't have enough data to actually um, to show how uh, how fast this actually spread, and we don't have um, we don't have completed research to actually show how. Uh, quickly uh, how much more this actually more transmittable comparing to Delta variant and other variants so uh, these are just speculation from the people in the field in, of medicine who actually um, saw the saw this virus and starting to uh, study these viruses so this mutation this specific mutations okay I hope you learned a few things uh, in this uh, podcast or this um, video um, and if you have questions please feel free to uh, leave me a comment uh, send, send me a comment uh, also click subscribe to help with this channel as well if you also want to help uh, support this channel i also have a uh, buy me a coffee um, page as well that you could uh, help support the channel thank you for listening and i'll see you in, in the next video and podcast